When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like to cook? I mean, sometimes, I guess, when I have time. Sounds like you're kind of over it. I'm kind of over it. Well, do you need some suggestions or tips? I mean, do you have any? You're going to share them with me? Well, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Well, all right, then. Let's do this. I'm Candace Conley. And I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. So let's get organized. It's episode three. Woohoo! We've made it all the way to episode three. So, last time we talked about knife skills and how important knife skills are to getting to know your way around the kitchen and around a sharp knife. It's a way to be comfortable in your kitchen and to feel confident. But there is something that's even more important. No way. What is it? Knife skills are important, very clearly, but this thing, it's a game changer. Ooh, what is this thing? Tell me more. Okay. Well, I have to tell a backstory first, and then I will. So when people come into our classes, they have workstations that are set up for them, and it's set up for two people so they can work together. It makes it a little more um, less threatening, I think. And you can they cook have a with partner. A, a partner, a partner, a cooking partner. So you can cook with the person that you came with, or you can choose someone else. We don't judge. No, we don't mind. No, we don't care. You might get to know a new friend. Yeah. You never know. But one thing that we have to do throughout the class is remind them of all the organizational things that are on the top of their workstations. We have to remind them to clean up their workstations. Oh, clean as you go is key. It really is. And it's one thing that home cooks, I think, are notoriously bad about. Um, I, we get wives and or husbands in a class, they say, well, they just use every pot and pan in the kitchen. The kitchen's a wreck. It's a disaster. Just making one dish. So there's, there's one important uh, container on the workstation that I always point out to people, and it's the garbage bowl. And the garbage bowl is where you put things, if you have stems or peels or you have little cups that we bring you ingredients in, you just throw them in there and get it off your station. So I think even for at home, even though your your garbage container, if you're standing by your cutting board right now where you're thinking about it, your garbage can is probably pretty close, but it makes it so much easier. Just put a bowl, a plastic bowl, whatever, um, on your station, throw your shit in there and then throw it away when you're done so that you don't have to worry about going back and forth forth to the actual garbage can well and sometimes it will fill up during if you're doing a lot of you know peeling or whatever stuff like that you can always empty it and then start over again and that's what we do throughout classes we go along and we empty garbage bowls but we also have to remind people to use them right and because the the 
table, the workstation table, becomes covered with all kinds of shit. Well, and your countertop ends up the same way. Exactly. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how much space you have. You'll use it all. Well, and that's the whole point of, God, they use every pot and pan Mm -hmm. in the house. So... We start teaching people about mise en place. Is it French? It is French, but it's a really simple term, and it just means to put things into place. Okay. And get organized. And yes, the French coined the phrase in all of their culinary world, but that's okay. We use it here too, and and you'll hear professional chefs refer to it as mise. So this is your mise for the episode. We're going to get organized because that's what it's all about. And that and being organized reduces the stress level like no other thing. And you don't end up using every damn pot and pan in the whole house and making your kitchen a disaster area. But most people, especially the ones we see in our classes, they're not very good at organizing. So would you start with like reading through your recipe or how, how do you start to get organized? Well, I think a lot of people, they just decide that they're just going to cook something. Right. And they have their recipe out and they have their shit boiling and they're cutting shit up and then their iPad goes black and then they can't see what's happening and then they don't have an onion. Well, that sounds terrifying. So I would choose not to do that myself. That sounds super stressful. Super stressful. So we're we're gonna try to keep you from going there. So recipes. Now I am not a big recipe follower. I think everyone who knows me knows that I'm not. I don't like to measure things or anything like that. But the first time that you're making something, it's important to read the recipe to all the way. To I mean that's like your roadmap. Mm-hmm. So. If you will read the recipe, I really recommend reading it at least twice. Like maybe the day before you want to cook something, read through your recipe. Exactly. Because you want to, first of all, you want to know if you have all of the ingredients that are required. And if not, what you need to get. What you need to get. Okay. Checklists are great. Mm -hmm. I love checklists. And so you make your checklist of the ingredients that you may or may not need. They may be in your pantry. They may not. They may be in your fridge. They may not. So go to the grocery and get those things. Then you also need to read your recipe for... Um, understanding. There are a lot of times people will grab a recipe that they're not prepared to do some of the exercises in it that it requires. So you need to kind of research if you're going to make, let's say, for example, a bechamel sauce. Okay. uh, Also known in my family as a white sauce. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so it's your basic flour, uh, fat, usually butter, and then milk, or it can be um, some other kind of liquid. But if you don't know how to make a bechamel sauce, you need to find out how to make one and not just, you know, throw caution to the wind and try to start making it without knowing what you're doing. It's the same thing with any other parts of a recipe. Know what your ingredients are. Know what steps are required in making those ingredients work for you. Well, it's like, again, you said organization. So you're going to go to work. You're going to have a meeting. You're going to do any of those things. You're going to organize yourself beforehand so that you're ready and prepared and calm. And it's the same thing with cooking. It's exactly the same. Yeah. No, no, really no difference. So if you're get if, so if you prepare for a meeting, you can prepare for cooking. So we're going to simply get organized. Now, 
Mise en place is means that you get things ready and you put them in containers. Now you'll see in a lot of stores things on the shelves that say mise en place bowls. Oh, that's shit. We've all got extra bowls or extra containers of some kind or even like Tupperware, right? You can use that. Exactly. Any container. We've got half a dozen that we don't use in our cabinets. I know we all do. Get that shit out and use it. I mean, because there's a lot of people who will say, well, I don't, I don't have money to buy all this extra stuff to do this. Well, you don't need to. You could use something as simple as a piece of foil. Yeah, or a soup bowl. Or a soup, any, anything that yeah. you already have. So there's no excuse for not having a container to put things in. You, you've got something laying around that you can use. So you've got your containers at the ready. Now you've got your um, ingredients. You've gone through everything. You know that you have them all. Now what do you do with them? What do you do with those ingredients? Do you chop them? Do you slice them? What are you gonna do so that you can cook your dish successfully without getting into a panic and being stressed out? So you organize it. So I used to see, sorry, I'm gonna interject here. So I used to see on TV shows and you see this all the time and everyone has their little containers and everything's chopped up and measured in their own little containers on their station. You think, oh, that's cute. Like, I'm not cute. I don't need to do that. (laughs) And then um, that's again where your kitchen becomes just a shit show and you've used everything. And because initially you're like, oh, I'm not gonna, four extra bowls and then I'll have to clean them. And then it just becomes more work. Actually, it becomes less work because you do have an organization and and some kind of a a vessel to put these things in instead of just throwing them around on your board or your workstation. Well, and another thing that I think people uh, forget is that if you will read your recipe and you will say, let's say you have a recipe that calls for garlic and onion and bell pepper. And so each one of those things have to be chopped up separately, right? right? Okay, but they all go into the to the saute pan at the same time. So I can put them all in the same bowl. You can put them all in the same container Perfect. to get ready for organizing. So you gather your containers, you look at your recipe to see how your ingredients need to be prepared. Okay. And then you see how they go into the recipe and what the order is and if you can group them. So you are doing all kinds of different levels of organization. You get you gather your containers, you gather your ingredients, you prepare your ingredients, put them in the containers, and then get that shit off your cutting board so you have a place to work. That makes me insane in our classes. When they keep stuff everywhere. Keep, yeah, you well, keep all over the cutting clean. boards. Yeah. All over the cutting boards. So clean chop, as you go. Clean as you go. Chop and measure your ingredients. Put them in a container that makes sense in order on your counter next to your cooking space so they're handy. Mm-hmm. And you can you can make this happen. So here's kind of an example. So Natalia, you're gonna be my checkoff person. Okay. Okay, so you know that you have everything you need for the recipe. Check. You have read through the recipe. Ooh, check. You understand the recipe. Mm, Check, check. Okay, everything is chopped or sliced or peeled, but prepped in some way. And put in their containers. That no. Oh no! Check, check. Okay, that's check. a check because then after you get them prepped, then you put them in the container. Okay. Because you understand your recipe and you know how they go into your dish, whatever you're making. 
Check. So then your containers, they're in order. Now am I ready? Then you're ready to have fun cooking. And also, guys, this is where we talked about in like the very first episode. When you're chopping and you're putting stuff in order and you're organizing, put the music on, get a glass of wine, like do this in a leisurely manner. It's not like panic time. Well, and it shouldn't be a a death sentence. It should be just like, okay, fun. We're going to cook this tonight. This is going to be a new adventure. And if you're starving when you start to cook and it's going to take a while, get a snack. Get some hummus. Please get a snack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is mise en place. All it is is organization, organization, organization. Put things in place. Put things in place and practice. Practice, practice. Now, here we go with the next episode's rant and rave. Okay, so I see that you have a rant. I can see it all over your face. No. I'm going to let you go. Go for it. Well, okay. I mentioned this a little bit in the episode already, but I'm I'm going to um, elaborate on it. Let's Mm -hmm. call it that. Okay. So when we work with our classes in mise en place, the reason why we do that is to help them not be stressed when they're cooking at home because we want people to cook more at home and enjoy cooking at home. That's our mission, right? So they come into our classes and we see why they're stressed out when they're cooking. Well, no shit. Yeah. Because they start to chop stuff up. This, the best one or one of the best is tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe in the whole course of things, we have to start with tomatoes. And they have sharp knives, so it's not like they're mashing tomatoes all over their board. But tomatoes are juicy, juicy, and they have seeds and they guts, guts and gunk inside of them, and it gets all over your board. Right. So they cut up their tomatoes and then they put them in a container because we tell them to put them in the dang container, and then. They leave all that tomato shit all over their board, and they get ready to cut up the next thing. Mm, like a like a herbage. That's always well, fun. yeah, or anything. It makes me insane to have to tell people wipe your board off. Just wipe it off. It, it and and they have so they have these towels that we keep in the kitchen. That that's what they're there for to keep your board clean, to not only keep your board clean, to wipe your hands off, to wipe your tabletop off. That is the point of that because they just make a huge mess. And if we don't tell them to wipe off their board, to pick up their onions and put them in the container that they came to you in or move them over to one side or put, oh, this is another one I love. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll make like uh, we'll do a salsa or something, and they're not going to use the salsa right away because the salsa the flavors have to melt mm-hmm. in it. So they leave it right in the middle of their board, mm. and we have to say no. Let's put the salsa that's in that bowl in the middle of your board underneath the table on the shelf so that you can use your board. Right. Mm-hmm. That 
Okay. I mean, and that, and then, you know, and that makes it so clear to me why people get stressed out when they're cooking. And it's so funny because I know it makes you crazy. It makes me crazy too. I see it though. I see it all over your face. And it's funny that you mentioned something because my rave uh, on this episode, unbeknownst to you, is actually a side towel. Um, oh, so, okay. so before, uh, I mean, I've always kind of been in the restaurant world, but before we started really cooking and before I really started cooking at home, you know, I'd see side towels. I'd see side towels in the kitchen. Um, even on the on the front of the house, you know, people use it to wipe down tables. Or you go to you, you see a chef and on TV, and, and they're using a side towel. And I never thought, as a home, you don't it, think yeah. as a home cook, like let's go out and buy specific towels for this thing. And here's the thing: they're super fucking cheap. You can get a stack of them at at Sam's for what two dozen it's like I don't know it's maybe ten dollars okay so they're super cheap I'm not saying go out and get super cute fun pretty ones because then you don't want to get tomato guts all over them so you go get these cheap side towels they are your friend so you have them next to your board like Candace said earlier when you're cutting stuff up keep your board clean wipe that up you can wipe your hands you can wipe your tools off and then you're done and you can throw it in the dishwasher or throw it in your laundry and then you have separate towels if you want the cute fun like decorative towels you know for guests to wipe their hands off but these you just use you can use it one night one night you use it and it all looks like shit and it's not a big deal and you throw it in the wash and you're done so side towels are simple and cheap and and really will make your cooking experience much easier well and the other thing that i like about side towels is that you don't have to it's one of those like uh, the, the unitaskers that Alton Brown talks about all the time. Yeah. Okay, so people, they will have kitchen towels. And then they have hot pads. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay? A side towel, because it's a sturdy towel, right. it, it is also a hot pad. Yeah. So you don't have to go buy all this separate stuff. A side towel serves multiple purposes. Yeah, you fold it, fold it a couple times, you can grab something hot out of the oven, lay it out flat on your, on your countertop and you can put something hot onto it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's side towels are great. Yeah, they're and the best. Cheap and great, and I love them. And just a little trick, it's 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 worth it. Go get you some. Go get you some. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I think I'm finished with my rant for today. How about you? I'm done. All right. That's it for this episode's rant and rave. listening to Not a Single Fork with Candace and Natalia. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, notasinglefork.com. You can find our show notes there and please leave us a comment. You know what we'd really love? We'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so that we can get to do this more and more and more and more. And we really hope it's a good review. So thanks for that ahead of time. Join us next time when we talk about doing it more like the pros, measuring or not. Now stay fresh, mise bags. Not a Single Fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com. 
Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big- 